Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Shall we start this? Because this is, I don't know what the hell we're doing if we haven't started. Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks, a podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utterly bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind, charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hi there. How's everyone's week been? Well, as you know, I had a little trip to hospital. It's all fine now. It's all fine. But okay. I was, again, a bit worried and so worried. I even almost contemplated taking a taxi to A&E. That's how worried I was. I was just going to say, Maureen, can you answer the question for me? Is it still free to take the bus right now? No, I had to pay for it. Well, then what the F, sister? <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. You saved, what, 10 quid? <laughs> Maureen, you're worth it. It gets worse. Right. So what happened was I was so scared at this point because I was in so much pain. I actually did phone up the taxi and I hadn't used the number for so long, the company was no longer in existence. So I was like, well, you know, what am I going to do? There's a bus coming, so I just thought I'd get the bus. No, that's not what you said to me. So Maureen said to me, <laughs> I feel so terrible, I went to an AE. I was like, oh my God, Maureen, please tell me you got a cab. She went, well, I tried. I mean, I had a cab number, I called it. I hadn't used it for such a long time, the cab number didn't exist anymore. And she said, so what could I do? I mean, there was no other way of finding a number. And I was like, oh. There's no other way. What, not... Google? No, that's not fair because you've got to Google it and then what if you phone and then they go, you'll wait 10 minutes. I might as well just get the bus. Yeah, you might as well get two buses. Yeah. (laughs) Rather than wait at home for a cab. Absolutely. Get two buses. 100%. When you're in pain, I think you just want to get en route, don't you? You just want to get on a bus and just sit on a bus. Yeah. When I'm in agony, I want I want to use public transport. Don't you, Alison? I lost my temper on one of the buses. One of the buses. This guy was kind of moving house. He moves house at seven in the morning 
And he was just taking all this luggage and he'd just walk off and he'd bring another bag on. In hindsight, when I said, oh, if you had to wait for 10 minutes, Maureen went, well, it wouldn't have been worth it. But actually, she had to get two buses and experience a man moving house. <laughs> you then realised that a cab would have been easier. Anyway, I'm glad you're okay. You had too much acid in your stomach. You had a bit of chicken. You feel better. And we had a nice long chat on the phone. And I gave Maureen what can only be described as almost a cuddle on the phone because I didn't give her a hard time about the cab. So, Alison, how was your week? Was it less dramatic? Yes, Maureen, it was absolutely less dramatic. I won't lie. That about sums it up. I put a sound foam on the ceiling of my little sound studio here. Now, that is impressive. That is impressive. Double-sided sticky tape. Stuck it all on the top. So. Oh, you butched up for me right there, Alison. <laughs> if anything, I'm slightly aroused by this conversation. And it's amazing, yeah. I've got all the visuals, you standing up there, tall belt, putting double-sided sticky tape. Jen, I was in my of... workout clothes. Please tell me you had an elastic waist. Of course, Jen. I have not worn a non-elastic waist for months now. You know, like the idea of doing up a button right now is, well, quite frankly... <laughs> How was your week, Jen? Oh, incredible. Absolute dynamite. Just back-to-back -back hilarity, fun, excitement, drama, uh, ebullience, effervescence, joy. <laughs> I mean, I, Jen, your life is fun. It can be. It can be. There's, there's moments of fun. So we were supposed to go to Glastonbury this year. I was supposed to be performing. As you know, I like to do an acoustic set on the pyramid <laughs> stage at two o'clock every year. <laughs> you do. Every single year. Uh, no, mainly it was my friend's 40th. We couldn't go. So I had this fantastic idea. I said to Chloe, I said, why don't we create Glastonbury in our garden for her 40th? It'll be brilliant, knowing that I would not have to do any of it. <laughs> and that is the genius. In that moment, I felt a little bit like a CEO. I felt like that bloke in, you know, in Mad Men. Who's John Hamm in Mad Men? I I've never watched Mad Men. Me neither, but I know who you're talking about. The good looking one. I mean, I'm not saying I'm John Hamm. I'm just saying that <laughs> in that moment, I was, it, it, I feel like this analogy doesn't work because you don't know the character. But the point is. <laughs> is it what they call, Jen, big dick energy? I had massive dick energy. Big bollock energy at that moment. There's a hole in our ceiling. That's how big my dick was. You had a powerful vagina smarts moment where you're like, I, I've tricked the system. Exactly. My dick was so big, it became a vagina. That's how big it was. <laughs> so Chloe did this incredible job. Honestly, she went to town. There was lights. She created like a herbal high section, signposts saying where everything was. We had a pyramid stage. We played bits of Glastonbury on our shed. I mean, it was incredible. I was so drunk, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> Great. Oh, my God. I was so giddy. Also, you were child-free that evening, weren't you? <sighs> We stuck them out the front and uh, tied them to the lamppost and they slept there all night. It was fun. They're still good. They're so good, those two. Just to be clear, we, we actually didn't do that. So in case there was a moment there where it went quiet, where it's fine because I can see you. So I just know that Maureen was drinking something brown and Alison had sort of vaguely nodded off and Leanne was scribbling something. But, but that pause was a bit too long, which made it look like what had actually happened was there was concern from all of you going... Who do we call about this? <laughs> I'm going to close my internet. Don't close my internet. <laughs> I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. Oh, I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out of it, okay? <laughs>
Do we want to talk about something else? Maureen, <laughs> let's talk to you. My Be More Maureen moment. Oh, yeah. Is it time for hashtag Be More Maureen? I tell you what, Maureen, yes. I did a podcast recently. It was uh, for Barbara and Ice, and I know that you did Barbara and Ice's podcast. Yes, this is my Be More Maureen moment. I was on the Barbara and Ice podcast, having a nice time. And then halfway through the podcast, I said, oh, how's your podcast going? And she went, what, the one that you're on? <laughs> and you can't see Alison's face, but I can. And <laughs> Well, because I was like... Would there have been a discussion before it started? But I also get it, too, because we're doing a lot of this, like, podcasting, which is still talking. So when are we on? When are we not? Did you know that you were on the podcast? Did you forget? That I, you... I knew I was on the podcast, but I kind of forgot. And that's... Well, what a testament to a great interviewer that is. She kept it that natural that Maureen forgot she was on a talk show. <laughs> Do you know what? I've done things like that before, which might not come as a surprise. When I supported the Naked Magicians for a month in the West End, right? So they have paid me for a month to support their show. They've been on an international tour. They're incredibly successful. And the last night we had a party and I turned around to one of the guys and said, in all seriousness, what do you do for your day job? <laughs> and he looked at me and just went, we've just implored you for a month in the West End. I was like, oh, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> You're supporting me. I don't know why I asked it. I'd love it if one of them just went, oh, plumber. Uh, I've got my own plumbing company. I always think plumber, yeah. Do you fancy supporting me on my plumbing tour? Luckily, they're really nice guys. I was trying to make conversation. That's what I was doing. Oh, you were doing small talk. You can't do small talk, boy. You should know that about yourself by now. You could only do talk or no talk. It's either like, oh, tell me everything that's happening in your life or bye. <laughs> bye then. Oh, I'm still talking. Okay, then. Yeah. You know how in movies, there's certain things in movies that annoy me that, that don't happen in real life. Oh, there's loads of stuff And like one that. of those things is when somebody is told something on a phone call and it's something really serious and they go, what, you mean Jennifer was murdered? And then they just put the phone down. And then and I always imagine there's somebody on the other phone going, hello, are you still there? <laughs> hello? He's, I've just told him that Jennifer got murdered. He's just hung up. <laughs> yeah you're right maybe it is shock but that is rude though isn't it because i did phone him i always think why is nobody just saying goodbye they just put the phone down like i'm like dude say thanks so much for your phone call because in real life that's what happens you go how's your mum? okay love well i know no, no I'll, I'll call you back okay i'll see you on saturday okay bye 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 unless you're maureen and then it's okay then and you're like <laughs> she's hung up Okay then, Maureen, Maureen. <laughs> well, it's good to know that you're consistent, Maureen, anyway. What is the show called? Oh yeah, I've got it. We've been talking bollocks, yeah. Okay. Is everyone happy with that? <laughs> Guys, speaking of movies, let's get into horror can we get into horror yeah let's do horror let's talk about horror movies it's allison's horror movie time Yay. the love of my life yeah i'm real passionate about horror movies I, I explain this every week i think i like a little brain vacation and they provide me with brain vacation so i'm being entertained but i'm also i don't know being thrilled a little bit by a scary movie now and again so i dug into my memory and i thought about a horror movie that i really like and i think i think this is a winner i think this is what everyone like it is called 13 Ghosts. Okay. Have you ever seen it? No. You guys, it's a great little horror flick. <laughs> uh, it's basically a rich 
collector dies. And he collected a lot of things, but what he really collected near the end of his life was ghost spirits. Go with me. <laughs> oh, come and on. he built a glass house. Basically what happens is he passes on and a relative of his gets the house. The house is what they need at this moment of their life, so they move into the house. Thus begins the horror movie. <laughs> Which is, uh, and alone, when you think about it, living in a glass house, what a nightmare. That's a horror movie. Could you imagine? I would never want to live in a glass house. I mean... Why would you live in a glass? I don't even like being in a conservatory. It's like you get into a conservatory, you think, oh, this is lovely. And then the second you step in, you're like, ah, Jesus Christ, why am I melting? Yeah. Or why am I freezing? Yeah. You're either in there with gloves and a scarf or you're like, I've got to get out of here. You're like, I'm in a human terrarium. Why would I want to be in this? And why is this pensioner passed out? <laughs> <laughs> Bring the cactuses in. I'm leaving. Who is some succulents? I need out of this. Every show's <laughs> going to have plant talk, whether we want it or not. Thank you, Jen. I really appreciate you leading into it. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, 13 Ghosts. I want to recommend that. I think, honestly, you might even have a giggle while you watch this one. But it's a genuinely made horror movie. I'm not saying it's necessarily good. Some people might be like, that was one of the worst movies. And I'll be like, I respect your love of pride and prejudice. Like, I appreciate <laughs> your opinions. I just want to watch Leprechaun 4. That's all I'm saying. Um, Alison, can I give you the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic scores plus the Google users scores? I insist you do. I insist you yeah? do. Yeah, okay. That was very quick Googling. I'm very proficient. I'm going to start with IMDb. Out of 10, um, uh, Alison, 5.6. Oh, that's higher than I thought. Well done. Okay, well, wait, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, 15%. Ooh, that's not that's great. Bad. Metacritic, bad. I don't know what Metacritic is, but anyway. I don't know, but I like the sound of it. 30%. Okay, yeah. I like the way you're like, yeah, that's reasonable. That's out of 100. I know, I'm like, I can't believe I'm accepting 30 and being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen, okay. she didn't make the film. She's just recommending it. No, wait for this. <laughs> and this was my point, is that Google users... 89% of them like the film. So there we go. I haven't seen it, but The Great Showman is got absolutely skewered by the critics, isn't it? But everybody loved it. Yeah. I really like The Greatest Showman, although the guy is an asshole. But, I mean, some really catchy tunes. Uh, Hamilton is now on Disney. Yes. I want to watch it. Oh, do you? Do you? Why do you want to watch it? I don't know if you know this story, Alison, but um, for my birthday one year, Jen volunteered to pay for us to go and watch Hamilton. Oh. Because I knew the box manager. We managed to get seats. Yeah. And Jen went, you know, make sure they're really good seats. And I went, yeah, they're really good seats. Because I said, I'm paying. And then we got there, Jen. Do you want to take over the story? I said, Maureen, I'm paying. Okay, so I'm paying. So make sure that the tickets are set. No expense spared. We're going to get the best tickets. It's your birthday. I'm taking Chloe. I want the best tickets. Everyone said, I know the box office manager. I'm going to get the best tickets. Great. Needless to say, we arrive at the Apollo Theatre. Very excited. All of us like, oh my God, we're going to watch Hamilton. This is the best night ever. I said, where are we? Maureen says, we're in the Grand Circle. I said, oh, that sounds nice, the Grand Circle. That sounds very special. So we go up towards the Grand Circle. And I'm like, oh, is it here? And they go, no, no, you need to go up again. I was like, oh, right, we go up. And they're like, is it? No, keep going up. So we go, right. <laughs> Literally, you could not get any higher 
Not only were we in the grand circle at the top, we were at the back. No, there was one row behind us. Okay, but they were standing, Maureen. They were standing. <laughs> we, were, we couldn't get worse seats. We could only see the tops of their heads. <laughs> and it's a testament to how good that performance was that we still thoroughly enjoyed it, despite the fact we couldn't fucking see anything. <laughs> I apologise about the swearing. It's a bit too much, but... Anyway, Jen's let it go. I, I, I just, I couldn't... I, I said to, I, 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 oh, Jen. I mean, we could literally see, you know, like where your hair starts, like what kind of parting you have. You could see what kind of, where their mic pack kind of comes up from their... Oh, I was like, oh, this mic pack is going over the head here. This one is behind the ear there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're running that one down her nose. Yeah, exactly. As you, as you can imagine, Jen never brought it up all night. Yeah. At one point, Maureen said, at the interval, she went, I could see she was a bit tentative. She said, are you enjoying it? I said, yeah. Yeah, Maureen, I am enjoying it. But I would have been enjoying it a lot more if I could see anyone's face. Anyone's face at all. So that I could get an inkling of what kind of expression and what they were feeling when they weren't singing. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> I'm very laid back woman, so... So what else have you been watching telly-wise, Brista? Well, obviously, I May Destroy You is still happening. Oh, it's, I have caught up with everything. It's fantastic. I'm I'm not I'm not allowing myself to sort of watch all of it, so I'm sort of watching it Are bit by not? bit. No, 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 I've got to sort of delay the gratification. I, I'm just doing it little bit by bit, but I absolutely love that. Obviously, we've talked about that before, but I could talk about it again. Now that you're watching it, Maureen, you know how good it is. It's one of the best things. I can't believe how well-written it is. It's so well-written. It's such difficult themes to kind of uh, get the message across without being preachy or anything. And she manages to do it. It's just it's just amazing I, writing. I, I'm, you're laughing at points. You're like, this can't be right. I shouldn't be laughing. And it's funny. It's brilliant. I think that's so interesting, too, because that is what comedy is supposed to do, I think, at the heart of it. is we, Comedians, we make fun of things that are like sometimes the underbelly or sometimes the sensitive things that people don't want to talk about. It, and we present it and we bring it out in a way. So it makes me really happy to see that sort of thing happening and, and to see someone so beautifully telling their story accurately. I don't know. It's just... I, I agree. And um... People always look down their nose at comedy, I think. And I'm like, hey, just because it doesn't make you cry doesn't mean it didn't make you think. All right, like... And if you look at all the great players, you look at Shakespeare, he always had comedy. You know, the he wrote loads. Tragic dramas, he always had a bit of comedy because it always... I think it makes people think because you're, sometimes you're laughing and then the next minute you're... You're... Um, <laughs> dropping my microphone. Dropping your microphone, yeah. <laughs> so I was getting so dramatic there. What about you, Maureen? You had a show that you wanted to recommend. Yeah, I've been re-watching Sense8. It's really good. I know my mum was watching it with you one episode oh god yes i forgot about that i'm on jen brister's netflix account and so is her mum and her mum for some reason really likes to watch what i watch so sometimes she will come into my channel and she'll start watching from where i've been watching something so i watched the first five minutes of sense eight and i thought oh it sounds quite good but i'll, I'll watch it later and then i went back and it was in the middle of the most explicit lesbian sex scene i've ever seen includes a strap on <laughs> and i was like huh? I'm sure I would have remembered watching a scene like this. <laughs> a bit weird. And then I realised that Jen's mum had been watching it. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. I know. And also, what the funny thing is, is that she told me. She said, I always <laughs> like Maureen shows. You know, I don't like yours. They're all cartoons by Maureen. She has good taste. But this one programme, Jennifer, it was too much sex. <laughs> 
I said, oh, all right, okay, was it? She went, he went on and on and on. And I don't mind it, but it was too much. She was like, I don't think she knows. You should tell her. You tell her, Yennefer. Like, okay. <laughs> I'll tell Maureen not to watch the explicit sex scene that you stopped halfway through that she will inevitably find by accident because that's exactly where you've left it. Besides that, it's eight people who've discovered that they're sensate humans so they can mentally and emotionally interact with each other. And it's, it's a really interesting programme. It, it's filmed all around the world. They're from different nationalities and they're kind of being hunted down by Homo sapiens, by us, basically, because they don't want these people around. And it deals with a lot of things that I suppose with sci-fi doesn't really normally deal with, like sexuality and gender. And I think what's nice about it is kind of saying that we, you know, we need to be all together and together as a community where we can help each other. And it's made by the people who made The Matrix. Ah. And the production values are out of this world. It got a lot of awards for the way it portrays LGBT characters as a trans woman actress in there. And they deal with her story with a lot of sensitivity because not only is she kind of, she's got this mother from hell, she's having to deal with her, her mother who won't accept her as she is, but she's also having problems being accepted by the LGBT community. And you've also got a Mexican guy who's like this really macho actor, but he's actually gay, but obviously he can't admit that because you know he, his career would just disappear out the window. So it deals with a lot of themes and it, it deals with all these people who've got, they're slightly outsiders in a way and they, they, they all come together and definitely worth watching because it's, it's exciting TV, it's interesting TV, but like I May Destroy You, it also makes you think about things. Okay, I mean, I know because you told me about this. I remember you watching it in Edinburgh, weren't you, last year? Yeah, and I was completely hooked. I remember when you finished watching it after a 17-hour stint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you watched it all in one go. Um, but yeah, I'll give, I will give that a whirl. Alison, I know you were watching, was it Twilight Zone? Oh, yeah! Twilight Zone. Jordan Peele is now the host. He's fantastic. And the Twilight Zone, it's one of my favorites because it's creepy, but it's making us look at ourselves. It's, you know, teaching us the moral. It's, I'm into it. Ah, well, it's funny how every single show we've talked about has had a little moral element to it. I think this is a reflection of who we are as people. Well, we're always growing. And I think probably sets us aside from the rest of society as being... I'm not going to say better people. Okay, I said it. Better people. All right, fine. It's done. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Go to the gym. Get it together. Pay your taxes and stop eating crisps. Take my advice, I ain't using it. My favorite point of the show, no offense, Maury. Uh, it's Ask Allison. So, we got a great problem because I think it's great when people want to share things they're going through. I think it's good for all of us to, it gives us a sense of empathy when we hear everyone's problems. I like it. So, our problem this week, uh, something that someone's going through is so they are still friends with their ex and their ex would like them to meet their new boyfriend girlfriend so if yeah that's hard and it, it was interesting because it was put out there and i was like okay where are you coming from in that situation do we want them to be with somebody are we over them do we want to still be with them do we care are they why are we still friends with them or is it cool I, anyway uh, do you guys have experiences are you friends with exes i'm friends with my exes i will admit that not really i was bre- i was for a short time but no not really yeah. not anymore yeah I'm friends with some of them. Some of them, yeah. Yeah, but my attitude would be, I don't want to meet the the newbie. Well, of course. I, it, it's too, to me, it seems really modern. It seems a bit French. It's that kind of. It's a very adult way of looking at things. I'm I'm not very. I like adult. the way you said it seems a bit modern and it seems a bit French in the same sentence because that that I feel like that's a contradiction. It feels really modern. It feels very traditional. I'm definitely old school. I you know I'd rather hate somebody than you know that I don't know, just on principle than try and have an adult relationship with them. I enjoy a principle more, and that one, I think, stands alone, doesn't it? My principle is uh, just happier hating people. But I don't want to be pretend to be friends with them and, you know. No. No, no I, don't, I don't blame you. Well, I'll be honest with you. Uh, most of the guys, you know, the major relationships in my life, they're within the comedy community. So I always knew going into those relationships that I was going to always exit them being fine because small community everywhere in the world. One day you're going to bump into somebody. So fine. I've remained on good terms, amicable. But what I have done is when I've broken up with somebody, I have broken up and separated from that human being. I don't want to know what's going on with them. So... But I think the way to, to look at this for whoever is going through the situation is you got to approach it. This is my favorite technique to approach all problems. Pretend you're not you. That's what you got to do. Take my advice. I ain't using it. So take yourself out of the equation and pretend that somebody else is telling you that and your first reaction, that's your honest to God truth. Take your emotions out. Be true with yourself. Odds are 
you should probably cut that person out of your life right now. I mean, hey, one day be friends, but if you don't want to meet that person, you don't have to meet that person. The reason you're not together in that relationship is because it did not work. Therefore, you do not need to be pressured into taking on any uncomfortable feelings from the person that did not work in your life. I think that's great advice. Be done. Be done. And also, because if this dude's still in your life, you're not letting your heart open for the new one. That's very good advice. As my mother would say, the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. That's my mother, everyone. (laughs) I like... She's a good time. She believes in love. We've already established that your mom is good times. She's good times. My mom would be like, if he has not treated you right, you wait till he is asleep, get a baseball bat and break his legs. Break his legs! That's my mom. There you go. Yeah. They they operate in different ways. We all learn different strategies from a mother. (laughs) She genuinely said that to me. Okay, then. Now it's going to be Maureen's cultural caller. Uh-huh. I haven't started it, Maureen. We... Hello. I'm going to start that again. <laughs> I feel like it's time, Maureen, because I know that you are our cultural ambassador and uh, we send you out to find out about all the cultural goings-on that can be discovered online. And I know that this week is no different from any other week. You have come up trumps once again. What What is it that you found on Maureen's Cultural Corner? <laughs> well, guys, I've got something for you both. That's the jingle, Maureen. Deal with it. Okay. I mean, sometimes when the content's good, you don't really need a jingle, Jen, I find. So, um... <laughs> Wow. It was all fun and games till that one. Did you see my jaw go there? <laughs> Which is funny because Maureen's drop the mic moment happened earlier. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I did it too quickly. So anyway, guys, uh, I don't know if you've heard of meetup.com. Get it all around the world. I've done it as well. So like if you're by yourself, you're in a new city, it's really good. You can go and join up various groups and meet like-minded people. Well, there was two things I found for me. One I decided against very quickly, which was the London Healthy Eating Meetup. (laughs) Oh, interesting. You didn't decide to do that one, Maureen. What about the London Buttermilk Meetup group? Did you find that one? (laughs) London Double Cream Meetup group? But I did find Vienna Art and Fun, which I think is probably more my style. So I've actually actually joined that Maureen! group. Maureen! I you know. You should definitely join that group. I have joined it. I can't believe there's a group for that. That's so niche. I know, but they haven't got any events planned, so that's a bit unfortunate. <laughs> Not enough people. <laughs> and then, Alison, for you, it's based in London, but at the moment they're doing it online, so it doesn't really matter. Happy Herbs and Planty People. What do you think? We all know that. The Happy Herbs, are they in inverted commas? <laughs> Either way, I'm going to be pleased, everyone. Either way, if I walk in and it's a bunch of gardeners, delightful. If I walk in and it's a bunch of gardeners, delightful, guys. <laughs> That's great. Either way, I'm going to have a big smile on my face, right? That'd be great, Maureen. I'll send you the link. Jen, you've got a choice. Brighton Adventure Bugs. Okay. Oh, good. Little adventurous stuff. Brighton Adventure Bugs. Okay. Oh, I think this might be more up to you. How about the London Nudist Swimming Meetup Group? Uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't think anybody wants that. I I certainly don't want that. And it's less about me because I think swimming naked is amazing and I'd I'd like to do it. But I don't, there's certain things I don't need to see. (laughs) When it's banging against people's knees, I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't need to see it. What what are those? Do you remember the the balls that go? Oh, yes, the clackers. I don't want to see the clackers in between some bloke's legs. I just don't need to see that. Do you remember that time you were at Hampstead Ponds oh, when you went God. to Hampstead Ponds? Right, yeah. So Chloe and I, when we lived in London, we used to go to the women's ponds 
all the time because we like wild swimming. The women's pun. Yeah, so uh, it's in Hampstead. Yeah. Absolutely glorious, beautiful uh, setting and full of naked women. No, full of women. You're not allowed to be naked, actually. They come around and tell you to put your clothes on. Um, but it's all very free, yeah. basically. Anyway, I was there with Chloe and these two women came up to me and older women in their 50s or 60s and they were very cross and I thought I don't know what's wrong with them and they found their way to me and they said excuse me do you know where you are I said yeah I'm in the Hampstead ponds they went yes and did you know that this is the women's ponds I said yeah I do know it's the women's ponds they went so can I ask what you're doing here I said well I am, and as I was about to say a woman, she went, oh, yes, I'm so sorry. Uh, okay, I, I do apologise. And the most disturbing thing about it was, well, the, the best thing about it was, was that finally Chloe believed me when I said that people kept asking me to leave the ladies' toilets because she didn't believe me. But the most disturbing thing about that story was that I was wearing a bikini. <laughs> and, and, and that is something I'm like, wow. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, thanks. Nice chat. Thank you. Thanks for your input. Okay. Bye-bye, bye-bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. <laughs> anyway, good times. <laughs> there we are. Uh, Not that I mean to top trumps you, but I have something that similar that happened. I went to the bank one time and uh, it happened. Why? The bank teller asked me when I was expecting. Oh! Yeah. Here's here's a lesson I want to put out in the world that I'm sure every woman knows. You never ask. If a woman has broken water and is rubbing her belly in front of me, I would just assume she's got a cramp. Like, I am never, ever going... Like, it, he was so excited. When are you expecting? And I was like, I just like Chris. Can I please get all the money I have out of this bank? Because I'm never coming back here. <laughs> like, oh, God. So I took my 20 quid and I got the fuck out. <laughs> uh, who'd want to be a Kardashian? That just seems grim. Can we stand by that, everyone? <laughs> well, um, I think, are we near? This is all over now. <laughs> oh, Jen's rant, Jen's rant. Oh, Jen's oh, yes, goat. Jen's rant. Jen's goat. Well, look, I'll tell you what's getting my goat. The lack of privacy, stroke privacy, depending on how you pronounce it, in my house. I'll give you an example. Maureen kindly bought me this. Uh, I don't know if you can see this. You can't see it, actually. She got me a ring. I want to say a ring burner, but that's not what you got me. You got me a ring light. No, it is not. <laughs> a ring burner is something very different, and that's something I gave her. That's what Maureen's mother saw happen on the TV show when she <laughs> turned into Netflix. She saw a ring burner happen, guys. Sorry. Yeah, that was my mom, not Maureen's, but yeah. Um, was it ring burner or... Um, I don't know what lesbians do, if I'm honest. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> you can't remember that far back. <laughs> you purchased this this uh, ring burner. Oh, God, stop saying ring burner. What the flipping heck is wrong light with me? rings in your mind, Jen. Ring light. Got a ring, ring burner light. in mind. So you got me a ring light. And um, it's not often I get a little parcel or a package. And uh, Chloe opened it. Chloe opened it. She said she didn't realise that it had my name on it because what she said was, well, Jen, you never get packages, so I just thought it was for me. I was like, but it has my name on it. So she opened my package and I never get packages and it's nice to open a package, Maureen. And she went, oh, did you buy a ring light? And I went, 
No. The whole surprise was... Got... I got confused on the other side because I got things. They said, oh, your, your package has arrived. It's been claimed by a resident. And then I was like, it's a bit weird because Jen hasn't said anything. I thought you'd message me and go, at least thanks. I was like, a bit rude. <laughs> Get a message yeah, from I didn't realise until, until about two hours later. Yeah, until I got back from Asda. <laughs> Chloe went, oh, uh, you've got this thing, da, da, da. And I was like, oh, that must be the thing that Maureen's... Because I got a message from Maureen who very subtly said, are you going to be in this morning? I was like, oh, something's coming in the post. <laughs> Anyway, we've talked about it. We've let it go. And uh, we've agreed that every single package from now on, I will open. <laughs> well, ladies, this has been lovely, as always. Um, let's do it again. <laughs> We're in. We're committed. I know. Women talking bollocks. If you enjoyed today's episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, like us, leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones, particularly mine. And you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's WTB underscore podcast. Leave a nice comment. If you didn't really enjoy the show, then don't leave a comment. Just tell somebody you don't like very much to listen to the next one and then we all win. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.